Well, game one of the Western Conference Finals and the Lakers have a dominant performance. They beat the Nuggets in game one, 126 to 114. This was just a dominant performance by the purple and gold from really the opening tip. There are so many great things we've got to talk about today. Now, my co-host today, I don't know if he's going to have a voice to talk on this podcast. He was sitting next to me in this game, you guys, and he was screaming. I mean, every possession, jumping, throwing things. But you guys know who it is. He was going to help me break it all down. This is Laker Dad. Dad, do you have a voice? Are you okay? I'm exhausted, Hannah. (laughs) I used a lot of energy during that game. Now, okay, in my opinion, this may have been the best Laker performance that I've seen all bubble. Definitely, I think, in the playoffs. I mean, they were from the opening tip dominant on both ends. And we kind of talk a little bit about this. And obviously, they've had this long break because they beat Houston so quickly. And the Nuggets are coming off an exciting win against the Clippers where they came back 3-1 to one in that series. And we were, you know, saying sometimes when these teams have these long breaks, sometimes they can come out and kind of be a little bit out of rhythm. And that was maybe, I wasn't expecting the Lakers to come out like that, but I was kind of giving them, thinking, giving them a little bit of leeway. But that was just not the case. They came out from the opening tip with energy on the defensive end they were knocking down their shots a lot of contributions from multiple players tonight we'll get into that but dad what did you think about this game you know it was one of the lakers best performances of the year uh denver was coming off a real high you know having beaten the clippers they were sort of the toast of the league at this point they were coming in with a lot of confidence and uh you know no one knew what was going to happen tonight but uh, the lakers really took it to them uh the game was never really in doubt uh, and I was especially pleased that the Lakers had a dominant third quarter in a, a spectacular second half. Exactly. And obviously one of the reasons that they were that they played so well was Anthony Davis tonight. He was fantastic on both ends. He had 37 points, 10 rebounds. But besides Anthony Davis, you know, the Lakers actually got a lot of contributions from many guys. KCP was tremendous tonight. He had 18 points. I can't say enough about Rajon Rondo. You know, playoff Rondo was in full effect tonight. He had nine assists and zero turnovers. He threw some beautiful passes tonight, some amazing lobs to Anthony Davis and Dwight Howard. You know, I've got to give Dwight a lot of credit because Dwight didn't play in the last series at all. And the old Dwight Howard that I know would have hung his head, would have gotten a little sour. But what happened? Tonight he came out and he just, in my opinion, was a difference maker for us tonight. He completely got under Nikola Jogic's skin. He completely got under the entire Denver team skin. He just provided us with so much energy. He also brought in 13 points. And I just was thrilled by what I saw from Dwight tonight. Yeah, it was a masterful performance from Dwight. One of the keys to the game he really came in and and stopped Nokic. He really threw him off his game. You know, he got into foul trouble because Dwight was playing, you know, playing him so tight. He really frustrated Jokic. It was really a, a spectacular performance by Dwight. You know, and by the way, very interesting, he started the second half. I don't think the Lakers have done that all year. But the reality is um, JaVale McGee is just not playing very effectively right now. He hasn't since they came back in the bubble. And, uh, you know, Dwight was really animated. He was really up for this game, and he was a difference maker. I also want to talk about Rajon Rondo because obviously, you know, Rondo, of course, he got that injury with the hand, so he wasn't able to play in the bubble, wasn't ready until, you know, the playoffs started. And since his return, I mean, I just think he has been 
excellent. I mean, and tonight you saw it, nine assists, zero turnovers. And I mean, he was throwing some beautiful passes. He was getting so many guys involved tonight. And I just think ever since Rondo has come back, this is when we've really seen the Lakers offense really flow. You know, um, another person I want to mention is Markeith Morris. Another nice game for him. He knocked down two or three three-point shots and played some tough defense. You know, it's funny, when we got him, everybody was saying that his brother Marcus was the better of the twins. But frankly, Markeith has been playing very well for the Lakers the last few games. He's become very instrumental to their success. Yeah, Morris has been a terrific, terrific pickup for the Lakers. Obviously, he got that start for the Houston series for those last couple of games. He really shined tonight again. Yeah, he had three three pointers tonight. He was huge for us. And that's what the Lakers need. You know, like I've said, Anthony Davis is going to do his thing. He's going to dominate. I know LeBron's going to do his thing. But the Lakers need their supporting cast to really show up. And that's what we've seen these last few games. You know, during that Houston series, we saw Morris, like you just said, step up. KCP has stepped up tremendously. Rondo, of course. And tonight we're seeing it again. Other guys like Dwight Howard step up. Rondo, KCP. And that's what the Lakers need in order to be at their best basketball. Because every team knows, you know, Going into it, their game plan is, all right, don't let the Lakers get in the paint. Make them beat you by shooting perimeter shots. But if the Lakers are knocking down those shots like they're starting to, I mean, how the heck do you guard this team? You know, I really want to give some props to KCP. As you know, Hannah, he's not my favorite player, and I've been critical of him for the past three years. He played very, very well. He's been playing very, very well, and tonight was another great game for him, not just on the offensive end. He had 18 points, which was huge. He played some very, very strong defense tonight. I watched him. He was one of the guys who was guarding Jamal Murray and holding him in check. But he played very well all around. It was a great game from KCP. Yeah, and you know, I mean, obviously we know that the Lakers have said it from day one training camp. They're going to win the title. It's going to be on the defensive end because they're really a team. You can see it when you're watching them play. I mean, their defense really does lead to their offense. I mean, they've got to be, you know, locking down on defense. And then when that's happening, everything just really seems to be flowing for this team. Now, I want to talk a little bit about... Two or three takeaways from tonight. You know, obviously this was such a dominant performance and I'm excited, although the superstitious part of me is a little nervous just because, you know, we've played so well in these playoffs and we've always lost game one, but I'm not going to let that superstitious, crazy part of my brain get in the way. I mean, this was a complete dominant game. I'm happy the Lakers won, obviously, but let's talk a little bit about the three takeaways from tonight's game. What would you say they are? Well, You know, I want to always try to improve from game to game. The one thing the Lakers did not do especially well tonight was shoot free throws. I was particularly concerned in the first half. We missed a bunch of free throws, you know, and in a series like this, that could be a difference some sometime, you know. Oh, so. yeah. There was, you know, times where I was saying we should be up by 30 right now. We just kept missing free throws. It was driving me crazy. So I agree with you on that. So, you know, be better in the free throw line. Definitely. You don't want to. Ignore those free shots. The other takeaway, Hannah, is just the Lakers' defense. They didn't play very well in the first quarter. Both teams scored a lot of points in the first quarter. But, you know, we've seen the Lakers uh, time and time again this season when they really clamped down, as they did tonight, they were very, very effective. You know, the, the Denver, as we saw in the Clippers series, they, the Clippers could not stop their big two guys, Murray and Jokic. They just couldn't stop them. They were unstoppable. They scored at will. Tonight, at least for one game, we played them very tough, you know, and, you know, they weren't bad, but but they didn't have significant games. They didn't really break out at all, and that was a key to the game, and nobody else for Denver really stepped up tonight. Yeah, you know, I mean, Jokic, obviously, 
got into foul trouble kind of early. They're a big part of that due to Dwight. But yeah, the Lakers were really good at really containing Jamal Murray and, and Jokic and really just the whole time. You know, Gary Gary Harris didn't really do much. The entire team was really kind of just, we got their number early on. I think a big part of that has to do with Dwight, has to do with our defense and just how tough we were from the get-go. Yeah, you know, um, the Lakers, I think, know that they have to play physical with Jokic. The Clippers just didn't do that. Zubats, you know, he's got some skill, but he's not a physical ball player. The Lakers played him very physically tonight, and it really wore on him. You know, he got frustrated, and he had a bunch of fouls in a row. Uh, it was just a very effective performance on him tonight. Yeah, and then what would you say are the third and final takeaways tonight? Because there's a few that I think we can kind of put in this category. There's kind of a few that are running into my mind, but I want to hear what you have to say. What would you say? You know, I, I just think it's continued contributions from multiple that players. That was exactly what I was going to say. You know, uh, again, uh, it can't just be AD and LeBron. We just have to assume they're both going to have great games. But if the Lakers are going to win... You know, other guys are going to have to step up every game, and we've been getting significant contributions from a bunch of other guys. I I said to Hannah, I said to you at one point, you know, everybody talked about how deep the Clippers were, but it just seems to me the Lakers come at people in waves, and everybody's effective, whether it's Caruso or Kuzma, Markeith Morris, Rajon Rondo, you know, Dwight Howard. They really come at guys. We can play a lot of different styles because we've got a lot of versatility. We can be big. We can be small. You know, the Lakers really, really are an effective team. And, you know, um, I, I think the general manager deserves some credit, even though you may have seen that he didn't get any love in the vote for, you know, GM of the year. But, uh, you know, really put together a pretty, pretty great team here. Yeah, pretty unbelievable, especially because, you know, he put it together so quickly after Kawhi Leonard made that decision to go to the Clippers when he was kind of, you know, expecting like everyone else that he would come to the Lakers. So you've got to give Rob Palenka just so much credit. He's just really putting this team together, just unbelievable. And and I agree with you. I mean, like I said earlier, we need, in order to win this championship, we need our supporting cast to really shine and to really be able to knock down those shots because we know, you know, Denver and once we get into the finals, if we are lucky enough to get into the finals, we know they're going to be double teaming LeBron and AD. And so we've got to be able to have our guys who are left wide open in those corners like KCP, Danny Green, who didn't really do it tonight, but I'm expecting him to eventually get it together, hopefully be able to knock down those three-point shots because that's huge for us. And I think if the Lakers can do that, they truly are unstoppable. I I agree with you, Hannah. I mean, you know, Anthony Davis, we saw again tonight, he's just... He's unstoppable. There's really nobody on Denver who can guard him. You know, but the Lakers are going to need contributions from other players. It can't just be the two of them. And lately they've been getting those contributions, and they certainly did tonight. Now, I don't want to get too excited because, you know, obviously this is only game one and this is best of seven. You know, Denver is a really good team and we can't get complacent with them because they're a team that for the past, the entire time in the playoffs, actually, they've come back from these three to one deficits. So we can't get complacent with Denver. They're a team that has a lot of confidence that are going to keep attacking, you know, even if we do go three and oh I still won't be satisfied I think we've got to keep the foot keep our foot on the gas pedal here and not give up at all but still nonetheless a very exciting win just a very dominant performance from the Lakers from the get-go and I just can't wait for game two already which is going to be Sunday at 4 30. Yeah we got to take it one game at a time Hannah I think if anything Denver has shown that they're a team that's never going to quit they're going to keep coming back and we got to keep the foot on the pedal. We can't let up. And I think the Lakers have a very veteran team. 
Uh, you know, I don't think LeBron's going to let them, you know, let up. But uh, we got to keep it going. Oh, I don't think so either. I think LeBron's definitely playing now with a little chip over his shoulder too now that he was officially not the league's MVP and Giannis won that. I, I don't agree with that. Um, what are your takes on that? I, I personally, I understand Giannis had an unbelievable season, but when you look at LeBron James, and you guys, I'm going to say something. I don't want you guys to kill me. I'm not like the biggest LeBron James fan. Before he was on the Lakers, I honestly did not like him at all because I'm a big Kobe Bryant fan, as you guys know. But you've got to just... I always respected LeBron, and I knew he was you know, probably the best player in the world, but I still didn't really like him. But now that he's on the Lakers, I like him. But you've got to admit, when you look at what LeBron James has done this season at the age he's doing it. I mean, we even saw tonight in the game some of the dunks he's had. We were saying, you're not supposed to be able to dunk like that when you're 35 years old. It's unbelievable. I think he hands down deserved to be MVP. He led the league in assists. He's about to lead this Lakers team to a championship. I just think he was robbed. You know what, Hannah? The fact that he did not win is probably going to motivate him to, to show people uh, you know, in these finals, and that's just fine with me. You know, At the end of the day, what's most important is winning a title. You know what? I completely agree with you. You know, winning MVP is great, but LeBron James is on his way to winning a title and then winning finals MVP. So I guess it will all just play itself out. But anyway, I think that is going to be it. You know, obviously very exciting dominant performance. Game one win against the Denver Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals. Feels pretty good to have a 1-0 lead, but we're going to be back at it again on Sunday night at 4.30. So until then, Laker hand and Laker dad are out, guys. Bye. Okay.